Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I'm Bobby Finger. And this is episode 16. 16! 16. Welcome back. It's been a long week. It has been a long week. So much has happened. Oh my god. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Can you believe it? I can never believe it. We have a big show for you, all of the new things that have happened, and a very special segment from across the globe. Across the pond. Oh, is, oh that's what you say, right. Across yeah. the, but that, that gives it away. Across the pond, yes. Um, who is going international today? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're um, going to love it. I'm so excited to learn. I like legitimately am, I can't wait to learn. Yeah, we have no idea what uh, our guest is even going to speak about. <laughs> I mean, have I have no, no guidance. Like, like, no amount of research could make me prepared, you know? Right. I'm ready. Uh, we're going to get an international lesson. All right, let's go. You will trailer. Yeah, 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 they want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous. I feel like we do, we do need to cover this one thing, which I'm a little bit kind of iffy. I'm very happy about it, but I'm a little bit it's unclear whether it belongs on this podcast anymore because I think we kind of define them both as thems, but we did. If, if this is going to be Angela, Angela Kardashian's baby, that almost feels like this is a new, a new beast. I think we can touch on it. Just, you know, let everyone know. I mean, she graduated um, as soon as she got into this relationship. Now that they're having a kid, I feel like this actually, this really does take it to the next level. We haven't actually been explicit about what we're talking about right now. We all know, I'm sure you all know, that Angela Kardashian, a.k.a. Black China, is pregnant officially with Rob Kardashian's baby and that she is, quote, several months along. So when are we scheduling, like, the national holiday in which this baby is born? Like, the fall? Is that when? The fall. The fall. It's due in the fall. Which, I mean, uh, my favorite thing about this is that the baby will be born in time to be in the Kardashian's Christmas card. You are obsessed with the Kardashian's Christmas card. You know they didn't take one last year? I realized that as I was like writing about it earlier this week or at the end of last week, but they will 100% do it this year. I don't know, man. The, the, Caitlin, it's almost like a passe concept for them. No. It's going to be, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. I don't know. But I don't think they're who's. I don't even think we can talk about them, but I think we can mention that like this baby is going to save popular Humanity? culture. Yeah, no. This I is think. like, this is like Terminator. This is the baby that's like, the coming of like I'm not religious. This is the coming of Christ. This is like the apocalypse <laughs> times. <laughs> like we need a savior, and this is going to be this baby. It is really exciting though because Rob is the only one who's continuing the name. I know this is a big deal. This is like the Kardashian line stays alive in this child. Yeah. I mean, yeah. imagine the pressure, Ugh, Angela. Okay, we can't we can't talk about this anymore. I know it's like gross and amazing, but also gross and also amazing. Okay. Um, we didn't talk about this, but it was like a bigger deal than I kind of expected was last weekend's Met Gala. It was on, it was on Monday. It was the weekend. Monday's Met Gala. The first Monday in May, remember? I don't. That movie? Remember. I don't remember. Well, no. Well, that, well, I'm going to bring that up because like, you know, that movie, like the follow-up sort of like the spiritual successor to the September issue that came out a couple weeks ago, the first Monday in May. It's a documentary about the Met Gala and like. I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. And it was it's covering the year that they did, um, what was it, two years ago that they did uh, the one that was, uh, the theme was China. 
through China, through the looking oh, glass. That was such an offensive. Yeah, it was bad. It was just like of, a bad. It was a bad year. Yeah. But the end is like when the title is revealed, and it's like the first Monday in May. I was like, are we all supposed to know? that the Met Gala is on the first Monday in May. I just thought they just did it when Anna Wintour was free. I didn't even recognize it as <laughs> Every being... year they're like, Anna, we're taking a look at your calendar. I truly Seems like didn't... it's the first Monday in May again. I didn't even recognize that it was a spring thing. I thought it just kind of happened whenever it happened. But I mean, it's what the, do biggest, I know? the biggest holiday in fashion. How'd you not mark that on your calendar every yeah. single year? A lot, of, a lot of who's show up to the Met Gala. I mean, it's like I normally don't care about it, on any level, I mean, there's always at least one or two people where you're like, oh, LOL. The China year was funny because everybody was offensive. The year that Kim Kardashian, like, became a meme because she, like, dressed, she looked like a couch. That was, like, fun for everyone. That was amazing, though. She hates, right. she still, she regrets that, but I think she looked awesome in that. That was her best, that was, like, one of her best looks ever of all time. She looked amazing. It was yeah. perfect. She looked great. And, of course, she regrets it because she has no sense. Like, that. That exact that reveals exactly what kind of person she is. Where she's yeah. like, she didn't see like how cool that was. Yeah, um, she looked great. But this year was ridiculous because it was the the theme was like future, like machina, ex machina, manus type. ex machina, which is ha- like hand and then machine. So it's like handwork and then technology. Of so course. it's like really intricately made fashion with a technological focus but right like i love handmade. that you say i love that you say intricately made because every celebrity turned up looking like a fucking robot <laughs> who like wrapped themselves in tinfoil nick jonas showing up with or no zane zane malice zane. malik showing close, up with close. one robot arm was one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my entire life i just love one how, robot arm how like one. it's like we have to go metallic it, everyone looked like tin man you know mm-hmm. it, it's just the only I get that you're supposed to look wacky and that's like kind of the part of this and it, that's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to take a risk. But like Taylor Swift looked like Jenny Humphrey from Gossip Girl. Everyone said that, which was extremely true. She looked just like uh, that act, Taylor Momsen. And just then like Brie her. Larson wore like the same thing, which is like, yikes, watch out Brie Larson because <laughs> Taylor is not going to be happy about this. There were some cool people like Claire Danes wore that thing. Right. Claire Danes wore that thing that was covered in like fiber optics and it That's glowed cool. in the dark. That's that was cool. cool. My, my One of my favorite looks are like, I love when people go all out and it sort of seems like, well, you, you'll always have Madonna who's going to go all out because she likes being the center of attention. You heard that story about how she, did you hear that story about how she made everyone behind her on the, so she wouldn't get on the red carpet until all the people in front of her were off it. And then she caused a traffic jam so that she would be the only person on the red carpet when she walked down it. And everyone behind her was, everyone behind her was mad. And then at one point, Katy Perry like screamed like, are you done yet? Or something. (laughs) Anyway, but like she will always try to be the center of attention, but there are the who's who have nothing to lose. And so they really go all out. And there was a woman I need to look up her name. Should have done the research before. But she was in kind of an, a robotic ensemble. But it was completely wild. It was completely out of control. Where, like, Kate Hudson did a version of it that was very fashion. But this one was, like, not fashion. It was just robot. And it was so great. Uh, what was her name? Uh, I mean, it's always great when you look at the kind of the, the list of the, the best dressed or the worst dressed or whatever. And there are who's on there because, like... They weren't relevant, but then they dressed like crazy people, so they became relevant via whatever they wore, since that is, like, essentially right. the main point of this entire endeavor, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the the funniest person on the carpet was our girl. 
Rita? <gasps> yes. Rita, Rita, Rita dressed as an owl. Rita was an owl, which I don't even know how that fits into the theme, but Rita was an owl. Well, you've got the, the handiwork. You've got the very, like, delicately made stuff by hand, but I don't think she got the machina part in. Maybe just because it was silver, right? You know, I really think we let a lot of people get away with a lot at these things, and we just have yeah. to let it. We just have to let it go. I'm trying to find the name of the woman who I'm dressed finding, like I'm an actual now, robot. Oh, there's a picture of Colin Farrell where she's in the background, and you can see her butt. Oh, my God. I'm looking at so many of these, and Carly Kloss and Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, great who. Um, both just showed her. up in white dresses. They didn't even try to be on. Oh, her name is Julie Macklow, the robot lady. Julie Macklow. Do you know who she is? I have no idea who she is. Whoa, Julie Macklow is the founder and spokesperson of V-Bute, a luxury skin line of affordable Swiss botanical skin hair products mm-hmm. for women. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. So who she's just th- like a very rich person. Alessandra Ambrosio, also a known who in Balmain, looks model. like a robot. Model, yeah. Because this, of course, this, of course, like does attract the biggest thems in the world. It's a good opportunity for a who to really stand out, you know, because all you got to do is like dress like CP3O, like Julie mm-hmm. Macklow or Trash Can because and, you know because you know half of the thems are going to be conservative and not really take the theme to the to the extreme. Anna Wintour should be standing at the door asking for justification for you to justify your outfit as on theme before you can get inside because there is so much laziness there especially among the men. And I think it's unfair. Like it, it whenever unfair. someone like Rita shows up and her very interesting owl or Claire Dane shows up covered in lights. <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't think Mar- uh, Margot Robbie should be allowed in when she just wore some fucking white dress. I don't think she should be allowed in in general. No, you shouldn't honestly, be allowed in. She's not on the list. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Please, I beg of you. So I was about to call this my favorite Who story of the week, but I have like four favorite Who stories of the week, you so this really, is just one of them. I know. Let's run through them. Brandy Glanville was interviewed by Us Weekly. Oh, no, by Page Six uh, on Thursday. Have we like and discussed who Brandy Glanville is? Do you know who she is even? We've discussed her a little bit. Brandy Glanville okay. on the show, she's she's a who. Um, she's yes. a housewife who. She's a housewife. She was married to known who Eddie Cibrian for a long time. And then, as we all know, Eddie Cibrian cheated on Brandy Glanville with Leanne Rimes. And then it destroyed their marriage. And then Brandy Glanville was upset as about we, it for... As we all know. As we as all know. we all know. Brandy Glanville was upset about it for what felt like a century. And now... But now she's fine. She's fine with it. She's moved past it. Brandy Glanville has a podcast. She's, like, happy. <laughs> Anyway, so... Brandy Glanville's podcast is more popular than this podcast. I'll tell you that. It is. It is. This whole... The framework of this was basically, I'm not really... I'm not sleeping with anyone. And that's why she's interesting right now. She's like, I'm not having sex right now. I'm I'm, I'm not having sex. I'm just having a good time. I mean, it's great she's because seen... she got press initially for having sex. Like, yes. her whole thing was like, for having my sex husband with that left guy, me. Yeah. She, she was dating... 
a who from the road rules and i will oh. not even bother looking up his name his and name she is was theo and he's theo. like a significant well he's a huge who but like if you watch road rules or real world or whatever you'll know who he he's is He's a career road ruler they dated for about four minutes four minutes and she did 100 interviews in those four minutes where she said theo's dick is huge <laughs> All she did was talk about how big Theo's dick was. Well, now she's not having sex with anyone, and that's the new conversation. I'm not having sex with anyone. I'm just meeting them, guys, and, like, enjoying myself, but I don't need to sleep with them to enjoy our relationship. So the new guy she's dating is her Uber driver that she met when she was leaving a party. This guy picks her up. She says she got into a fight with him when they first met because he couldn't find her. Then they talk the entire way back to her house. Then she invites the Uber driver into her house. So you have to listen to this. This is the hooiest. This is the hooiest interaction I've ever heard in my entire life. Only two who's could have this interaction. I'm going to quote us weekly. Initially, Glanville was apprehensive about having the handsome stranger in her house. True. That makes sense. Who wouldn't be? This is Brandy's quote. I was watching him at first thinking he might steal something. Great. Good job inviting him in. But then... (laughs) But then we started talking, and I found out that we had the same modeling agency in Europe. Well, I guess that proves it. Only two who's can bond over sharing a European modeling agency after meeting at an Uber. But she's not sleeping with them. She's not sleeping well, with them. Well, you know, I just realized that this whole article is, it's promotion for a new e-show called Famously Single. Did you know that? I saw that, but I didn't even put the pieces together that so, she was just doing promo. It's a new e-show premiering this year with, you know, the who's of the century, Brandy, Polly D, Josh Murray from The Bachelorette, who I don't oh, know, no. Aubrey O'Day. I think that's why Aubrey O'Day and Polly D dated for a minute because of this show taping. Model Fuck. Jessica White, I've never heard of her. Caleb Best, who uh, apparently Brandy dated, maybe through the show. Point being... She basically is doing promo for the show by being like, look how single I am. I'm the most single person who's ever been single. That's so upsetting. I know. Do you feel dirty now? I feel disgusting. Okay. Let's move on. Ugh. Uh, so what do you, which one do you want to do next? Well, oh, I God. genuinely don't know who – I really, really did not know who this person was. And someone gave me a little bit of a schooling on Twitter. I don't know if you saw. Um, I didn't. Uh, Colton Haynes. I like didn't Ugh. know who he was. I know you do because he's part of your. Uh, I would call it the gay who's of yeah. of the world. Um, yeah. Even though he uh, hadn't been out until recently, why don't you tell me? Who, I I cannot who spend who a lot of time Haynes? on this because it pisses me off. Uh, but first of all, I want to shout out that so Colton Haynes. Uh, the abridged version of this is that Colton Haynes came out in Entertainment Weekly this week um, in an, in a profile written by a listener of the show. Uh, I've never said this name out loud, so please forgive me if I mispronounce it, although it seems pretty easy. Mark Snedeker. I love he, Mark. Mark, shout out Mark. He's great on Twitter. You should follow Mark. Uh, he wrote this profile, and I so I was, people sent it to me, and I was thinking, this is crazy because I know for a fact that Colton Haynes came out in January. <laughs> so why is Colton Haynes coming out again? So he came out on Tumblr. So the whole thing is, which the profile goes into detail and discusses that Colton Haynes was never really in the closet, only in, in terms of his professional career. Colton Haynes came out in high school. Colton Haynes was out in high school, out in college. Didn't out, Colton like, Haynes will do kind of porny uh he did like porny modeling pictures that came out on the internet a while ago and he was like uh whatever shrug face like 
Like, no, here's eh. what he said. So Tumblr found his his modeling photos, and in the modeling photos, it wasn't like porn. He was just kissing guys in the photos. Porny. And Tumblr found them and said and referred to them as Colton Haynes' secret gay past. And Colton <laughs> Haynes reblogged it and said that was a secret. And right. I mean, I read that as Colton Haynes. It's barely even coming out. It, it it reads like someone who doesn't need to come out who is already out. But of course, all the blogs, by all the blogs, I mean all the gay blogs, just Jared, Perez Hilton, like everyone was saying, Colton Haynes came out on Tumblr. Everywhere. My cell phone, Colton Haynes came out. Back up. You di- we dived into this without even saying who he is. This is like Oh, he's an thing. actor. He got famous on Teen Wolf and now yes. he's on the show Arrow. So he is essentially an actor, but he's like a CW actor. Like CW he, actor. Yeah, like he Teens was on Teen him. Wolf. He played a very popular character on this very popular show who I literally could not name anyone. I was also asking for names of people on Teen Wolf, but apparently a few of the Who's that we've talked about are right. Teen Wolf Who's. Also one of the gayest shows on television. So to- Oh, 100%, which is funny. And then the Ar- Arrow, which is like about uh, a superhero named Arrow on the CW. He's also in that. Right. Also gay show. So I there's mean, a very good chance that you've never heard of him because you. why would you watch those two shows? Yeah, but also this is as surprising as someone finding out that someone, a, a cast member on the L word is a lesbian, you know? And it's, <laughs> so Colton Haynes comes out. There are some and, members of the ca- of the L word cast that aren't lesbians, though. I know, but imagine finding out one is and being shocked. <laughs> Would you really, like, call your friends and say, can you believe, you know, Leslie whoever is a lesbian? Leslie whoever. Lesbian. I don't know. I was going to say Jennifer Beals, but I know she's not a lesbian. That's she's the not. only cast member I know. No, but that's a funny a funny example. Yes. Anyway, yeah. so he comes out in this Entertainment Weekly thing, and it's like big. It's like big news because he did it um, uh, publicly, but I am just personally irritated because to me it reads as though he didn't get enough press the first time, and that because his first coming out didn't take... He's he's thinking, well, like, I got to do it again. <laughs> no one cares. You know, when you like, no you're with friends and you're all drunk and you tell a joke and no one really hears it or something happens. And that because the wait, the waitress came to like get, take your orders. So you all just stop talking. And so later and in the start night, you're over. You're like, uh, let me tell that joke. Again. <laughs> tell the joke and again, again, and the second time, usually when that happens in real life, people still don't care. Uh, but in this instance, it worked and people, people cared. cared. He People got care. press. He People who'd never heard of him were like, who is he? And people who had heard of him were either like, oh, he's gay? What, funny. <laughs> or you, gay mafia, was like, we already knew that. <laughs> we knew that. Also, I mean, not. I mean, uh, maybe I'll get shit for this, but whatever. I don't care. If you click on this Entertainment Weekly profile and you scroll to the bottom of this photo, it concludes with what may be the gayest photo ever taken of anyone Look at that profile and scroll to the bottom. I have no comment on this. I'm letting you, I'm <laughs> okay. letting you float in this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let everyone uh, click on this uh, profile written by Mark Snedeker. Go profile, but go to the bottom. <laughs> I just got to the bottom. <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you? I mean, don't you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. I'm. I refuse hypothetically, to that. hypothetical question: Have you ever seen a gayer photo than this photo that ends this profile? I refuse to answer that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and answer it. I'm gonna say no. Uh, the funny thing is, I have seen a gayer photo of this person because I saw the photos in which he's kissing another man. <laughs> so yes, I have seen a gayer photo of this person. Okay. Well, let's let's move on. Um, you. This is all you, man. You put oh, this God. in here. Okay, sorry. Well, I don't even know why you put take, this here. This is only going to take two seconds because I I laugh so hard at this. 
at the top of Us Weekly, they had related stories or like trending stories. And this one was a little thumbnail of Anna Nicole Smith's daughter, Danny Lynn Burkhead, who I haven't thought about in a long time. And it said, She's big. Anna Nicole's daughter, Danny Lynn Burkhead, looks so. And then they ran out of space. And I was like, <laughs> I. I never want to finish that sentence, and I'm glad that Us Weekly realized that they could not possibly finish that sentence. Well, it's funny because as somebody who works for the internet, you do as well, if you run out of space, you have to reword. You have to figure out a way to get it all in there. But Us Weekly is like, fuck it. (laughs) We don't even care. People are going to click on this anyways. Anna Nicole Smith's daughter, Danny Lynn Burkhead, looks so... Probably it probably looks so much like her mother, probably. Or just big or old. Did you click on it, or you just literally LOL took a screenshot and left? Um... I didn't know. Why would I? No, I said I never want to click on this. But it, it reminds me of one of my coworkers, Maddie Davies, is obsessed with anytime a, um, anytime there's an article, there's there's content about a celebrity child looking like their parents, as though that's news. It's like you'll never fucking believe it, and says yes, I will believe it because that's how DNA works. So <laughs> that's how um, DNA works. That is the rudest thing to say back to. Uh... To a us weekly hypothetical question. Um, okay, let's do our call-ins right now. Let's do okay. some call-ins. We got some good call-ins. You got to do this because I don't know who this first one is. Okay, so let's do the call. Hi, Who Weekly. My name is Angela, calling from the Bay Area. Um, I was reading an article from Vogue talking about the Met Gala's uh, most daring guests and. It was like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, you know, Kim Kardashian. And then there are these two people that I have absolutely no idea who they are aside from people who have ridiculous names. Um, So I'm asking who are Lucky Blue Smith and Piper America Smith? Thanks so much. Keep doing what you're doing. So – this was one of those – this is relevant to the Met Gala. Um, mm-hmm. And this was one of those things where somebody was just like, I don't know who this person is. There were a lot of who's there, but this was a big one. Um, Lucky Blue and Piper America Smith. Lucky Blue Smith. These are insane names. Lucky Blue Smith and Piper America Smith. And the reason why I know who these people are is because a year ago, maybe, a year ago, uh, just over a year ago or something um, – uh, Lauren Bands, a, f- a friend of mine, wrote a profile on this guy. He's a model, but he is a Mormon model. And his entire family all have crazy names, and most of them are models. His mom was a model. So this this article, which I'll, I'll link if you guys even care to read it, it turned out it's really a great profile. But the point of this is that Lucky Blue is like a big male model, and his entire Mormon family also models and i think the thing about them is that they're so incredibly white that they so white yeah they look like ghosts essentially these are the whitest people i've ever seen yeah both of lucky's grandmothers and his mother were models as are his three sisters it's ridiculous can i tell you their names though please daisy clementine piper america and starly cheyenne do you love it I mean, they're giving uh, they're giving Jamie Oliver a run for his money. Oh my God! Remember Jamie Oliver's kids? Oh, oh how could it. I forget? Um, okay, next call. Hey, Who Weekly. This is Jason. I'm a first time caller, long time listener. I am wondering who Fahadi Prinzlu is. 
she seems to be connected to Adam Levine. I'm not sure if she is Adam Levine's wife. They were in a photo together where she is pregnant and Adam Levine is sticking out his stomach or something dumb and, and says, look, I'm pregnant too, when he's obviously not pregnant. Um, I'm confused about who she is. I'm not sure how famous she is. She might be a model, but I'm not really sure. And if she is a model, I'm not sure if she's a famous model. Anyway, any guidance would be really appreciated. Thanks to Weekly. Uh, Jason, that was Jason calling. Um, <laughs> he He's referring to uh, Behati Prinsloo, who mm-hmm. I think we've mentioned before. We've mentioned her. Um, she is, uh, um, what's his name? Adam Levine's wife. Uh, and she's pregnant. So she's getting more who coverage because she's pregnant. And there's nothing, there's nothing a tabloid loves than a pregnant who showing off the baby bump. And she was a, she's a, she's a legitimately famous mom. So she's, you know she's a from really, Namibia? really, uh, oh, I, I just, I actually, no, I, I knew that. Um, I knew that because I, I looked her, I Wikipedia'd her earlier this okay. morning. I feel like she is like essentially doing, uh, a mitzvah by marrying Adam Levine anyways, in general, just being married to him must be such a oppressing, just a, just a whole life. It must be a nightmare. Ugh, must be. Yeah, exactly. Hello, who weekly. This is uh, Frank, big fan. And uh, my question isn't so much about obscure who it's about sort of the meta who-ness, if you will. Um, some who's you talk about on the show, it's obvious that you, like, in, on some level, like and enjoy and uh, are sort of rooting for. And others you obviously um, are contemptuous of or something to go away. And I was wondering if there's, if that's just personal preference or do you think on some level that um, some who's are more admirable than other who's? Uh, yeah, so that's my question. Bye. Um, so that caller just asked a little bit of a heady who question, but I like these because they kind of get into the whole ecosystem of who's and them's that we have somehow created in this mm-hmm. podcast. Um, they basically asked uh, if some who's are more admirable than others or if it's more just personal preference. And I think it's a little of both, honestly. I mean, if you listen to this show, you clearly know who Bobby and I like and who we don't like. Yes. Um, but it definitely shifts. And I think the reason why it shifts is because of the way that a who exists, the kind of the ultimate who quality that is off-putting is desperation and just yes. kind of like self-promotion in very unsavory ways. I was going to um, say that. Exa- I was going to say desperation. Exactly. Right. And that's, so I, the, that's the differentiating factor. I think we pick up on it's very easy to tell the difference between somebody getting press because uh, Us Weekly is trying to give, just trying to find something to write and mm-hmm. Us Weekly giving somebody press who is, they're trying to place it and they're trying to get it picked up and they're trying to make an angle or whatever. Like, hey, Grant, Brandy Glanville, for example, that is not a, she had to tell them that. They didn't yes. report that. That wasn't in the AP Newswire. Yes. So that makes her somewhat not my favorite person you like know? there's and, there's a yeah. difference between so you've got the difference between like, chloe grace moretz and ariel winter who we will talk about later <laughs> do we how have they are, to i guess we don't have to fuck it <laughs> please don't make they were it's just like there are the people who are 
constantly trying to make headlines and there are the people who just show up on headlines and I think that's that's the difference. But I assure you that like all the Ariel Winter stuff, the reason why it feels so bad to kind of care about it and why Us Weekly keeps harping at it and talking about her is because she has a publicist that is either friends with or harassing the staff. Us Weekly Because there's the no way yeah. that they would still be talking. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like, Stop trying to make Ariel Winter happen. You're not making Ariel Winter happen. There, one of the reasons that Rita Ora is such a fun who is because Rita Ora does a little of both. Yeah. She's good at pretending not to act desperate, I guess, kind of. <laughs> does that make sense? Speaking of Rita Ora, I want to introduce our next segment uh, with uh, our international flavor. Because Rita Ora is a big part of this. I think we're going to finally figure out maybe how famous Rita Ora is outside mm-hmm. our bubble. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Um, we have our dear friend, Jono English. Dear friend. Uh, also known as Ciara Vivo on Twitter. Or if you, Our dear uh, friend whom we've never met in person. We've never met him. But if you remember from the Tumblr days, he went by, he was very um, infamous as the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. On Tumblr. On Tumblr. Um, and he has always been our gateway to um, the who's of the United Kingdom. So yes. we want to welcome him on here. So we are currently chatting with um, Jono English. I cannot believe that is his name, and I still don't like believing <laughs> that that's his real name. Do you remember um, when I asked you if that was really your last name or if that was like an internet <laughs> name, Jono? <laughs> no, I do. It's uh, unfortunately yeah, English by name, English by uh, nature. Uh, it's like when people always ask me if Finger is my real last name, and I now I know how that feels. Um, I know, it's funny that you passed along that, because like, it's pretty rude to ask, I think. Um, anyway, so this is Jono English, he is English, and he knows all about uh, who's on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean, and there, we, like, I, we, Lindsay yeah. and I were talking about this earlier, we didn't even know who to ask you about, because like, we have no frame of reference, it's like, we couldn't even say, tell us about... X. I don't, okay. I don't know what I'd ask. But um, yeah. he just informed us that he would like to chat a little bit about Eurovision. Well, Jono knows I love Eurovision, but the American perspective of Eurovision is so fucked up because I have no context <laughs> of it, right? So will you just like say a little bit about like, do people care about Eurovision? It's a big source of national pride for lots of countries. We, we actually had a poll because we're, we're going to polls in a few weeks to decide whether we leave the EU. And we also had a uh, poll to uh, decide uh, whether we leave the Eurovision. And unfortunately, what? Oh my God. I how <laughs> dare you even... How, how does any part... Does anyone in England want to actually leave Eurovision? Can you stay in Eurovision and leave your Europe? <laughs> um, the the poll was kind of like overwhelmingly leave, leave the uh, Eurovision. But what? I know. <laughs> It's it's kind of like a it is a big tradition now. It's going on fifty fifty years. Uh, we've we've only won it a few times, and uh, once last time was uh, ninety seven, I think. So it's been <laughs> almost twenty years since we won. So you guys are just... Do you remember who who sang it? Is that that's that's one question I have. Do do the do the, do the groups who win kind of stay who's or do they become famous? Oh no no no! They're, they're all who's. They're 
who's when they're, they're, they're who's when they're picked and they're who's when they leave. Um, well, it's kind of like American Idol, where it's like everybody makes a big deal for like two days. It's like they won, and then the day after, it's like they won, but then the day after that, it's like I don't know who that is. Completely. Um, the last winner though was Katrina and the Waves, uh, and she has been doing like the Pride circuit on the back of it for the past couple oh. of years. And yeah, I, I saw I saw her in London a few years ago. Um, for London Pride, it was her and uh, Conchita. Oh, Conchita! That's a perfect duo. Yeah. Mm. Conchita's maybe the only winner I can name. You can name Abba and Celine Dion. Oh, I guess. <laughs> How dare you? I guess. So who is? <laughs> yeah. Uh, when is it next week? Next month? It's uh, next Saturday. <sighs> yeah. Bobby, it's airing on Logo for the first time ever. Uh, it's also funny that it's airing on, you know, the the hooiest channel in the Viacom <laughs> family. Like Logo. <laughs> logo is Logo is such a who that it's the only yeah. Viacom channel that doesn't broadcast in HD lo- over the air. <laughs> they haven't. <laughs> the only way you can get... Is that like discrimination also? The only, yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like, right? The only way that you can get Logo in HD is to watch things online on their like Viacom player. I love that. Jono, who are you rooting for this year? Tell me. Um, I'm I'm half Belgian, so I root I, I root for Belgium because I, mm-hmm. I tend to like their entries more. Our our entry this year is completely awful. It's, it's awful. These, who is yeah, it? Yeah, it's just these. Um, I can't think of their names. It's just these two. Uh, <laughs> it's like two white guys named like like John and and Bron or something. It's like two <laughs> like w- like mm. just white guys. It's awful. It's like it's so yeah, bad. Joe yeah. and Jake. Literally, that's the names are Joe yeah. and Jake. I di- yeah, like I wasn't that far. It's essentially like two Philip Phillips. It's like Philip and Philip or whatever. <laughs> it's just these two uh, two twinks of a guitar, and they just <laughs> they just <laughs> they they won the, like a public uh, poll for some reason. Like won a public poll. No wonder you yeah. guys want to leave Eurovision. Like <laughs> like what a nightmare, Jono. So mm. we've talked about Eurovision, but I feel like I really need to know who is like the biggest British who of the moment. It feels like we have different categories of who who's here. Yeah, um, tell me. We have, we have the um, the ITV who's ITV is the is the uh, the kind of like the NBC of the UK. They okay. they do lots of terrible reality shows, and if you've been on the Only Way is Essex, you are <laughs> uh, kind of halfway between who and them. Uh-huh. Which I mean, that's a who. You're still a who if you're halfway. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's it's they, like glass half empty. You you can only <laughs> anything lower than that. You're yeah, you're a who. Mm. Uh, they normally like branch off into the into the other reality shows. So we have a celebrity Big Brother, and they normally go on that. And lots of <laughs> <laughs> lots of terrible terrible um, stunt shows. Who are some um, of? Are there some names that we like Americans might recognize? Like I feel like I see a lot of um, names of British people that I don't know, but I see the same ones like Katie Price and Gemma. Like, who are these people? Gemma. I see yeah, Gemma all the time. She runs a, a boutique in in Essex, where the only way is Essex is set. And she's been the main char- one of the main characters for the past... I think it's been on five or six years. Is this a reality show? No. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's completely scripted. Oh, um, oh it's okay. Scripted, scripted reality. Okay. <laughs> um, it's been on for like five or six years, but they're on series, um, I think it's about 17 or 18. Oh my god. Because they, 
<laughs> they do it. They do it in hour blocks twice a week, all year round. <laughs> twice a week, which is on all year. Honestly, you guys have a serious problem with your TV shows being on too often, because like you guys also have like a Big Brother channel that's only Big Brother twenty four hours a day, right? That's um, a problem. <laughs> yeah, our big so wait, the only way is Essex is on twice a week. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's twice a week. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Gemma. Uh-huh. So what's her deal? She owns a boutique and then like... <laughs> yeah, um... That, no, that's pretty much her deal. She owns a boutique. <laughs> How famous is she outside of the show? Like, oh, is God, she like a... Yeah, she, she's proper, proper um, A-list by now in the UK. Sometimes. Oh my God. She's <laughs> A-list? If you say Gemma Collins, people, people only really know um, three people from the Only Way is Essex. Uh, Gemma Collins, Mark Wright... And Sam Fares, and that's that's the sort of the three main. They've they've, they've gone almost a list, yeah. Oh my god! And who and what do they do? So the show just kind of follows their life. They're all friends, or do they hate each other? Like, what's their deal? <laughs> um, I haven't seen them in ages, but it's it's pretty much that they they just interact because they're all in the same same area. But <laughs> I don't I don't believe they're friends. No. <laughs> Wait, and who is Katie Price? I'm so sick of hearing oh, about her. God. Uh, Katie Price, she she um, she's really known by her name uh, Jordan here. She used to be a glamour model, which is um, we we have a paper called the Sun, which is terrible. But on page on page three, they they normally print a uh, image of a topless woman, and it's normally it used to be back in the early early nineties. Uh, it used to be Katie Price as Jordan, and. and <laughs> She married one of the one of the biggest um, one hit wonders of the nineties, but a guy named Peter Andre. No, who is that? He, he he used to be a singer, and uh, oh, they, they, I feel like yeah, I can picture him. I know who he is. I mean, yeah. they're both really tan, right? That was for a while. Oh, they both yeah. were extremely mm-hmm. tan. Okay, <laughs> and they just kind of branch out into every single media and product. And right, and they have a child who is. <laughs> Special needs, right? Oh yes, yeah. Uh, she has a she has a son. It was not with him, but he he has oh. a special needs. But they also have children with uh, quite quite uh, quite good names. Uh, I'll just try to look them up for you. Um, yeah, what are their names? <laughs> I love that you don't know. I'm so like happy. Like it's like you don't even know. <laughs> I knew her son. Her son is Harvey, which is a normal name. Harvey. Um, her daughter, her youngest daughter's name is uh, Bunny. Okay. Um, sure. Her son is Jet. Her other son is Jet. Um, another son named Junior, and her <laughs> her uh, oldest daughter is named Princess Tiama Crystal. No, no, no. no. Pr- Princess Tiama Crystal. Yeah. Princess uh, <laughs> Tiami. Sorry, Tiami. No wonder you guys like her so much. She seems great. <laughs> She's she's quite character. So who are the other you were saying there's different categories of who, so you said ITV is one and the only oh, way yeah. is Essex is part of that. Or what other shows create uh who's? Big Brother. Um Big Brother does, yes. Uh we our Big Brother's quite uh different to the American Big Brother. Um in the sense it's a lot more just People watch people. it. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Um, a lot less Frankie Grand, which is nice, um, and uh, it's kind of true. We just put people in the house and watch them. We don't kind of make them team up and do stuff. 
Wow. Oh, okay. We it's, like to make them we like to make them work for it. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's very pure in the UK, okay. Mm. Very pure. <laughs> and there's a big rubber who's and uh, quite a few of them have done well. But um the other main one is the MTV who's because we have lots of um Jersey Jersey Shore type shows. Uh-huh. It's it's still a big thing here. Um oh. so we have lots of shows based in uh Glasgow, which is up in Scotland, um Cardiff and Wales. And Are they like just misbehaving people? They just oh, yeah, misbehave yeah. in different places. <laughs> Pretty much, it is just Jersey Shore updated. Wait, can you explain the injunction thing? Yeah, um, the UK press is a lot more. Um, yeah, uh, UK privacy is a lot more strict than American. We we um, <laughs> if a celebrity doesn't like a, a forthcoming news article, they can apply for an injunction, where press can uh, press aren't allowed to report on the details what? regarding it's a really perfect environment for who's because since the press can't write about a lot of other people mm. they want to write about the who's because the who's want attention yeah does that that sound is that is that a, a an accurate interpretation of that's this? completely correct yeah um wow if you want to be wow. if you want to be known you contact the daily mail and they put you on the sidebar yeah because, so basically, yeah, because you're, yeah, because your famous people can be like, don't write about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's oh my god, crazy! That's a it, whole yeah, that's to, a whole new angle to this that I did not be, realize. It has to be particularly salacious for them to say don't cover this. But when it does happen, it's it's very uh, taken very seriously. Right. So I'm sure a lot of the publications are just like extra cautious. Yes. Yeah. We we um we don't have anything um quite as good as the National Enquirer here. Right, like TMZ (laughs) could not exist there, could it? No, no. Um, I mean, there was uh, was an article on Gawker about uh, a British celebrity that uh, had to be blocked from being viewed by UK IPs because of the injunction. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, no wonder you all love your who's. Oh my god! Oh my god! You have we to love your who's. That's all you yeah. have. I know. <laughs> Jeez. All right. And I feel like here, like this is the main one that we've been waiting this whole time to ask you about. But yeah. how famous is Rita Ora in <laughs> her home town? It's it's scary. She's she's very very big. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. Do you? Because you consume a lot of. Um, American gossip clearly yeah, you yeah. you know everything but uh, so do you is it weird to you to see the kind of dissonance between how <laughs> famous she is there and how people here kind of like kind of like defame you know slander <laughs> yeah, her yeah. like we do for being not famous <laughs> yeah it's it's just a little strange um she's she's she has much more of a uh, a positive connotation in the UK than she does with with American because we couldn't believe, we couldn't believe a couple weeks ago when the room there was gossip like Cheryl Cole and Rita Ora are on the chopping block. Like one of them is going to leave the X Factor, <laughs> and we were certain that it was going to be Rita Ora. We but certain, Cheryl Cole got we fired, certain, and we they were, Rita. We were like, I mean, "Why would they keep Rita?" And then we were so wrong. Cheryl's dating member of uh, X Factor as well, uh, not X Factor, um, One Direction. So right. uh, Yeah, God. that's kind of a desperation. Oh, <laughs> I cannot. I mean, like, hearing that is really mind-boggling. It's also that- kind of like beautiful because it it's like nice for Rita. It's like wow, yeah. like because oh, yeah, yeah. she 
Because she could basically just go to anyone like us and be like, um, actually, I'm extremely famous in England. And we'd be like, oh, okay. Like, fine. She's, she's paid her dues here. She's, she's, got, she's um, had, I think it's five or six number ones. And she's she's constantly on the radio in, in rotation. It's, uh, she's, she's, yeah. Wow. That is much different. That's really, it's really, it's, it's heartwarming to hear that. No, and it's so interesting that a celebrity that is so known for something somewhere, even though we have the internet to connect all of us, there is still such dividing lines between cultural recognition and the way that people see celebrities. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Uh, Bobby, what's Rita up to? Rita's up to a lot of stuff. So Rita's cousin was like like talked about the rumor that Rita is Becky online on social media and it was basically like she was giving her own ideas about the matter but the thing is according to Rita Ora's mother Rita Ora's cousin and Rita Ora don't even know each other that well so this is the cousin desperate for attention just because she's the cousin of Rita Ora which is like can you imagine that I mean I'll say one thing it's genetic and I'll say another thing (laughs) how many cousins do you have that you like basically don't talk to this is not a billion. This is not unusual. I mean, a billion. You're am right. I shocked that Rita Ora's rando cousin, who like said something to the Daily Mail and got maybe a hundred dollars for it, is not actually that close with Rita Ora? No, I'm not shocked. Right. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, so Vera Ora, Rita's mother, <laughs> responded to Dorotea, who is Rita's cousin, and said, <laughs> "You perhaps did not know about this." But you or anyone else should not give an, give an interviews without asking, as the journalist can be very tricky. Also, you practically don't know Rita. I love that. Which is that. like, it's answer. a kind of incomprehensible response, but mostly it's like, bitch, shut your mouth. Like, you don't know my daughter. I mean, I believe that she... And then, of course, there's a picture of them as, like, 11-year-olds. Babies. <laughs> Just babies. <laughs> Together. So... That that's one of the things that Rita Ora is up to. Lindsay, tell me what else Rita Ora is up to. Uh, people are still talking about her being Becky. She wore she, at the the big thing at the Met Gala Ugh, was this. that she wore a pin. Her and Katy Perry, which I, honestly, I she wore it. she wore a pin that says "Not Becky," as if we really need to drag this conversation on further. As if it wasn't over. She also took a selfie with Beyonce, which essentially kind of squashed the whole thing in a way but i don't understand Mm -hmm. how just a picture with beyonce does shit you know whatever so yeah she took a selfie everyone was like oh my god it's proof and then Katy perry and rita ora wore not becky name tags first of all Katy perry shut the fuck up no one thought you were becky get out of here i hate you and then rita ora also wore this pin and uh, you know i don't know it's like i get it cool yeah. it's a joke now uh i think that's it yeah um we're done. thanks again yeah uh shout out again to uh katie and eric of the who's for the rita song mm-hmm. uh you have a shout out oh i have a couple shout outs shout out to uh Lindsay probably would have been a part of both of these but because we live on different parts of the wow. continent wow <laughs> uh we could not do these together but ideally we will in the future 
Uh, shout out to David Sims and Griffin Newman, who host uh, the wonderful podcast on UCB called Blank Check with Griffin and David. It's a movie podcast about directors. Uh, every season gets a new director, and they talk about people who made like really big hits early in their career, but then are given a blank check to make whatever garbage they want to in the future. Great Although podcast. sometimes it's not gar- garbage. Uh, I, ta- I chatted about Cloud Atlas. The I love Cloud movie. Atlas. So do the three of us. Oh my god, it's uh, such an underrated movie. So Tom we Hanks talked forever. about we talked about Cloud Atlas for about two hours. It was great. Uh, I was that say, podcast I hope will they go cut up. That down. Will the podcast yeah. be as long or longer than the movie itself? Uh, it'll, 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 it'll be shorter <laughs> than the movie. Okay. The podcast will go up sometime in the next month. Uh, and then shout out to Josh Topolsky, who had me as a guest on his podcast tomorrow. When great Lindsay podcast. comes, when Lindsay, it's a great podcast. We talked for an hour about who's and Josh knows a ton about who's and them celebrity. He's very, very knowledgeable. He and his wife, he and his wife subscribe to us weekly. Yes. Which is shout great. out Laura June. Um, that's going to be a great up. Ep- I can't wait to hear. And you on anyway, tomorrow. he wants Lindsay. He wants two things. He wants the two of us to be in an episode together when you are in town mm-hmm. next month. Mm-hmm. And number two, he mm-hmm. wants us to discuss last week when you called me a nerd because he said he has been thinking about that because it was a particularly venomous little remark uh and uh he wants your thoughts on calling me a nerd in front of all of our wonderful fans josh topolsky wow he's already like calling me out on slander um well you know what we'll save that for when i'm in town i will you know tell you everything about how bobby's a nerd (laughs) i will call him a nerd again uh and then what else uh i don't know uh thank you to everyone who left us itunes ratings and really whenever we say that i always am like we should say that and then people actually do it and i appreciate it so much i read all of them i send screenshots to bobby we laugh we love it um we have fun on twitter that's how this whole met gala thing happened we were just having fun people were so into it so we we also got into it um Thank you for calling in. Don't forget, the number is 619-WHO-THEM. If we didn't get to your question this week, we perhaps will get to it next week. Um, and yeah, and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye. Thanks to Jono again. Thanks bye. to Jono. Bye. Bye. You will say that. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Like, I'm not religious. This is the coming of Christ.